what is the password? <laughs> Thirst. Welcome to the people under the scares. Welcome back to the People Under the Scares podcast, where we discuss everything scary, spooky, and disturbing in horror. This is Mike. And I'm Bobby Torres. And in today's episode, we will be discussing the 2015 documentary slash found footage film, Hell House LLC, which you can find on Amazon Prime and Shudder. And Tubi. And oh, and Tubi, but Tubi got commercials. I don't like commercials in between horror movies. That irritates me. <laughs> Listen, it's better than you know. If it's a free th- service there, give me all the ads. Sure. It is a little frustrating, but look, if it's a it's movie fr- that you can't find anywhere else and that's your only option, why not? Sounds like you said, "Give me all the ads." <laughs> Did I say that? No, it just it's just what it sounded like. <laughs> I can't. Yes, t- yes, Tubi, give me ads if it's free. That's fine. <laughs> so what have you been doing recently that or watching that's shaking you to the core? Shaking me in my boots. Um, well, I've been watching... Well, by the time this episode come out, um, everybody done seen these movies, but been watching Prey. Mm-hmm, that's a pretty mm-hmm. excellent movie. I'm trying to put everybody one to that. Orphan, First Kill, amazing one. The Twisted Net is insane. Love it. Um, Pretty Little Liars. Pretty much everything that we've been we've been watching all the same shit together. Honestly, yes, those are my so, same Yeah, <laughs> same For, stuff. But I'm or just excited. First kill, yes, or for oh, first yeah, kill was definitely decent. They threw me off because I was wondering how they're going to make this different from the first movie. Right. So I, I'm not going to spoil it, but definitely check that out on Paramount. Yes. Um, I'm excited. Well, I was excited when that dropped because I was curious to know like how they were going to handle everything, and um, they 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 shook me. I should say shook you. Yeah, okay. they shook me. Um, and I'm just excited for this month. It's October and it's spooky season, and there's just so much stuff going on. Um, I'm ready yes. for Halloween ends. Oh my God! Get. Yes, we I, we need this to hurry up. What is the fifteenth? Yes. Yeah, yeah, fifteen, fourteen, one of those. But it'll be here. It'll be here very soon. You know, it's October, so we don't got long. <sighs> you can find us right here. Yes, we having an exclusive about. interview with Michael Myers at the end of the. <laughs> yes, the shape. <laughs> we will be talking to the shape and Miss Trauma herself, <sighs> Jamie Lee Curtis. I, I do think she's gonna die, but I don't want to get too deep into that. I, think. I don't think so. I think she's going to. I said this before, I believe, but I think she's going to like. She's going to get banged up pretty bad, but I think she's going to have like a sense where she's just like, you know what, fuck this, I'm out. She's just going to move on, and I don't know how they're going to tie this up and do that, but 
I think this will be her last battle with Michael Myers in the sense where she's not going to die, but just move on from from everything to start a new life okay. somewhere or whatever. But I don't know how they're going to do that if that's the route they want to go. It'll be interesting. I'm definitely going to watch it in theaters and then probably watch it the next day on um, Peacock. Um, I'm going to see... how. Well, I went to go see Halloween Kills on Thursday night when that came out. And then I went home and watched Halloween Kills on Peacock <laughs> right afterward because I was just so hyped about the whole entire thing. I still love that movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Well, you know what else shook me to the core? This motherfucking movie. I watched this. I texted Bobby. I was watching this at what one thirty. Yeah, basically two a.m. <laughs> I was halfway through it, and I was like, "This was a mistake to watch this this late." It was dark. I had all, which is the way you should be watching movies at night by yourself or with a partner. Yeah, no lights on, no distractions, with open doors if possible. Mm-hmm. And I was looking in corners and shit. I, I was. Feeling like I was seeing things move out the corner of my eye, which they were. I don't know. But <laughs> Listen, this is a very is, effective movie. It is. It's very effective. The scares are super effective. And I recommend watching this at nighttime, like you said, with a partner or even by yourself. If you're looking for something very spooky to watch and you're into found footage films, I feel like this movie is a perfect one mm-hmm. um, because I haven't seen this movie in a while. And watching it again to prepare for this, it, I forgot about a lot of things, and I legit was like scared. And it's rare because I'm so used to film footage horror movies, but like this one, it, again, even though I've seen it before, it still has something about it that works. Yeah, it's the documentary style. I think helps it, mm. and it's. I don't know. It's almost like they don't overdo it. They they flip to a documentary kind of scene to yeah. take you out of the fact that it's like found footage a little right. bit. Right. Uh, I think that's why I... Yeah, you're right. I think that's probably part of the reason why I like it. Same reasons why I like Roanoke a lot. A lot of people hated Roanoke because of that documentary style. And I personally love documentary style formats and shows or even movies because... Sometimes I do go and watch um, on like the travel channel or whatever channel they show the paranormal travel hunts and things like that, or like the ghost that hunts at me forever or whatever the case is. I'm into those type of things. So to see it in this, like in a movie like this, it works because it gives, it makes it seem like it's real life. Ooh, yes. Um, all right. So the premise. <laughs> so Wikipedia or IMDP's premise, I don't remember which one I stole it from. Five years after an unexplained malfunction causes the death of 15 tour goers and staff on the opening night of a Halloween haunted house tour, in parentheses, Hell House, a documentary film crew visits the scene of the tragedy to investigate what really happened that night. But my premise is these five dumb fucks went into some haunted place and did not leave after they went through all this shit. And they they deserved it. They deserved everything they got. Even though a couple of them wanted to leave, but then you have like maybe one or two people and you're just like, no, you want to get that money, bro? You want to get this money? You got to stick. You got to stay here. And it's like, no, nothing is worth all of this. All the shit that I'm seeing in here. And, and then they're staying a night in there. 
which yeah. is a, it's not like it's not like it's a job where they're going home and they're coming back to this place to fix that and then going back home. They're staying the fucking night here, which is insane. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be yeah, me. it wouldn't be me. Y'all can. I'll come back eight a.m. in the morning when y'all need me, and then once six o'clock rolls around, I'm out. Once that sun starts setting, I'm going. So you. So this is related to a question I was going to ask later, but you know what? Let's get into this now. So, if <laughs> you know, what, I'm gonna stick with this one, and then I'll go with the later one. So, this question I have is: Would you go to Hell House on Halloween? No. Given all right, look, I'm uh, I'm an adventurous person because one of my questions to you after this was going to be like similar, like did you go to haunted houses and things like that, or hmm. no, I will not go spend a night there or go there on Halloween. Um, it's terrifying. I'd rather go to um Night of the Demons Hall House. Oh, you're crazy. Opposed to this one, because I feel like I have more of a chance escaping that one. Because this one here, I think... Oh, I mean, you could leave in this one. I will say that. You can leave. But... If they want you to. Right. It's if they want you to. Because there were situations in here where they were kind of, like, fucking with people's heads. And... I don't know, man. No. It's... Okay, so the background of this hotel... My answer to this... So, I mean... Okay, so let's say you don't know the history of this hotel. So, right now... We know nothing, just that it's a haunted house, right? Or just mm-hmm. a haunted house for the sake of Halloween. But so the hotel, I can't speak, y'all. I've been drinking. The hotel resides in the eerily named Abaddon, New York, which is not real, but for this it is. A small town in the middle of nowhere. It is said that the former owner, Andrew Tully, named the hotel after the name of the town itself. And apparently, in some versions of the Bible, Abaddon is the name of a demon that guards the gateway to hell. Mm-mm. And it was, <laughs> and it was said that Talay was a cult leader who committed suicide after several guests mysteriously disappeared. So this already the backstory tells me I don't need to be up in there. That that's what I'm getting from this. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I. I don't know. Like again, like you said, I would. You know what? I take it back. I wouldn't go to Hall House because I feel like once you're stuck in here, you're really, really stuck in here. I feel like in this movie they had a lot of um, chances to escape mm-hmm. and they just never really left. Um, but I don't know because it's like there's demons in this, but it's not your typical demons, I should say. Right. It's like Night of the Demons, they kill you straight up. In this yeah. one, it's like they terrorize you a little bit, or they're doing yeah. other shit, and you just happen to come upon them in the middle of the night. That look, this I'm not doing it. My answer yeah. is no. Uh uh-uh. uh. And I've been to haunted houses before. I have, but it's not me and four other people. It's a group of mad people going in there. People online, people coming in and out. So I know nothing's going on. Um. But listen, like, what if... All right, so this is what the movie's about, basically. They're building this haunted attraction for, you know, people to go in to make money off mm-hmm. of it. They ha- they're they waiting for opening night. And everything literally goes down on the first night of the opening. <laughs> like, yes, yeah, stuff, stuff happens throughout the movie leading up to the opening night, but that's when shit started to, like, go, like, crazy, like, balls to the wall crazy because people end up dying. 
not just the uh you know the people that created it but also yeah, guests or what guests. Call them people yeah patrons yeah the patrons so i think that was the demon's plan Mm. They 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 knew what these people were doing, and they were waiting for this opening so they can collect more souls. I believe. I think that's just what was going on, because they're using these people to build this. Because when you watch part two, which we'll talk about probably a lot later, but they go in a little bit more detail on how people is being dragged in to mm. this uh this hotel. Um, and it's something that you do not knowing. It's something like that they're doing to you that makes you want to go there, and it kind of like fucks with your head. I'm trying not to give it away, but I think that's what was happening in this movie here, where they couldn't help but to stay there. Well, at least some of the people, because some of them was trying to get the fuck out. But I guess I forgot the character's name. I know Paul was one of them. I know Sarah, Paul. Sarah, Paul. Oh my gosh, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to season two, everybody. Paul, Paul, (laughs) Paul, Sarah, Mm -hmm. Tom, Joe, Jonas. Was that one of them? Peter. I don't know. Joe Jonas. Jonas. (laughs) I know Sarah. That's the only one I know for sure. Sarah. So um, there's Paul, Alex. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony. Is it Tony or Joey? I, I do remember Sarah. Tony now. Yeah, and Sarah. Yeah, and and um, is it at Andrew? Yeah, Andrew. Andrew, I think there's five. Redhead. I know there's five of them. Yeah, and I know Paul was the cameraman most of the film, and he was seeing a lot of shit. There was one scene where he was talking. And I remember when I first watched this, like, I freaked the fuck out. He had the camera, like, angled at his face, and then you see the back of his room. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The red Um, light behind him in the background. Yeah. Oh, oh. freak me. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Well, at least we don't see him. You don't see her in this, but, yeah. yeah. You just saw somebody with, like, um, crazy wild hair in the background. Oh, no, no. This is the second time. No, no, no. (laughs) Right now, Bobby, y'all, he is showing these damn pictures of this. I'm sorry. That I, was, I think that was the scene when I was in bed and I probably texted you. Oh, yeah. Because that, that bitch gets up and she's staring at him. She looked crazy. I don't. Yes. Mm-mm. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Oh, in a situation like that, if that was you, would you try to escape? Because she's near the doorway. You're saying so hypothetically, you... if I stayed in this place, let's yes. just say I was in there. For or no, reason. no, no. What if you were at home and you happen to be doing something like this and that's how your room is set up and you're home? How would you escape this situation? Like, would you take that chance to run past there? Or... I'd have to, because what was he doing? Hiding under the covers? Bitch, yeah. that is not going to do shit. Right. Although that is what I did when I was going to sleep last night. <laughs> I was just... I had the covers like I because normally you know I need temperature control so I have like my foot out from under yeah. the sheets. But I was like, okay, but something can grab my foot as if a sheet is going to help that. But I put my feet under the sheets and then over my head, like I'll put it just enough I can breathe, mm-hmm. but like I can't see nobody. Outside. So that was my little protective cover. But I'm I'm running out of there if I see something or trying yeah. to, trying to. She had to square up. 
I'll be fucking up on my way out. Listen. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, old scraggly bitch. I mean, I I don't see why he couldn't do nothing. I mean, that was scary though. Like, because mm-hmm. it's like eyes. we we say her eyes. Yes, we say these things because we're just viewers watching this. But if we're in a situation like that, our minds might not react the way we think they would. That's so, true. I'd probably yeah. freeze in terror and yeah, curse at her and not do nothing. <laughs> What you want, bitch? What, right, you, what do you want? want? What do you want from me? Um, <laughs> but like seeing that, I mean, but that was the last time we seen Paul because after that scene, well, there was two times. The first time you seen something behind him and he didn't see it, but we did. And then the second time was when we seen the girl sitting there, and then when he caught it, he went underneath the covers, and every time he like lift them, he see her getting closer. Right, and then when he did it, did it the last time, we seen her, and then he like vanished, he disappeared, and then we seen him a little later on in, in the film when they were looking for him, but he wasn't himself. He was nope. He was yeah. quiet. He, he was, was possessed, quiet. as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I think he this, was possessed. He was giving movie. Katie from Paranormal Activity a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. I could yeah. see that. Ooh, Katie, her trifling. Mm-hmm. You gonna tell me this after I've been with you and moved in this house? Now you tell me you haunted by demons or whatever <laughs> the fuck it is? No, this is. I'm leaving today. Um. Okay. <laughs> so the film opens up right. So we get some interviews with some people who were at the Hell House that opening night and some like investigators. Mm-hmm. And then we get a little clip of some video footage of what happened. And you see, hear people screaming and everybody's like panicking in the basement. And there's so many people that people can't get in or out of this little nook on the stairs. Yeah. But it's, 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 it screams that it doesn't sound because, you know, at haunted houses, you scream and then you hear laughing afterward. Ain't no laughing yeah. after this. Yeah, everybody you can tell screamed. it was like it was actual like frightened screams, like and not in a good kind where people's like mm. scared, but it's laughter afterwards. This is like get me the fuck out of here screams like imagine being the person the people like at the bottom who can't get up from this stairs, and nobody will move listen that's why i was freaking out too because like i'm scared to be in situations like that regardless if it's like paranormal or you know real life shit if there's like somebody with a gun or just in a situation where you're in a crowd of people and you can't move Mm-hmm. Um, and because everybody's trying to get out together, where it's just causing that much chaos, that's one of my biggest fears. And this one right here, you you didn't know what the hell was going on at the time, so something was happening in that basement, and yeah. everybody was trying to get the hell out. Like I, they weren't <laughs> throwing people enough for me. I bitch, get your ass out! <laughs> you just stand in here, move right. <laughs> it was just. It was too much for me, and they didn't obviously show what happened until later. Well, the end of the film, uh, mm-hmm. but it all of the you know the leading up to it was actually pretty scary. Though, but when we got it, it was a good payoff. I was scared because I didn't remember what has actually happened, and then as I started to watch, my memory started to come back, and I see you know what this is a good payoff because I was scared that it was going to be something stupid like oh well. Yeah. We made it all the way to the end for this, but no. <laughs> yeah, like I like paranormal activity, but I didn't really like the ending that we got. Okay. I felt like it was like a cheap way to end it. Because I know there's different endings too, though. And yeah. I don't think I like that either. 
but, <laughs> but I didn't either because they try to market it as kind of like Blair Witch, where mm-hmm. they try to go the whole this real, real life, real footage. And um, I didn't mind it. And then obviously, like for me, I didn't, didn't mind it. it. She was possessed. She threw her man against that screen. She came up sniffing him. Then she seen the camera. And then that's just how it ended. Um, so I didn't mind that. The alternate. And Are then, we upset we didn't get a sex scene with her and Micah? Because I thought he was kind of cute. No, he was. He was just fucking toxic as fuck, in my opinion. But um, a sex scene. I don't know. All this needed, because I feel like in this movie, the I don't know what the fuck they are, demons or ghosts, whatever, they're very slow moving, barely moving at that in this. So they're not, it's not like fast moving horror shit. But paranormal activity, what they did effective, things that work on me is like, if I'm watching something and I hear fast footsteps running. Yes. That shit gets the I just got chills. I just got chills. (laughs) I can't do it. That scene where you just you hear the footsteps walking in the room, and then they get up, and they're like, "Who the fuck is this?" And then it just starts running out the room and same store. I would be done. Yeah, I am not staying up in here. So I think they need a scene like that that would really set it off. But this was good. This was good. Yeah, I think for me, that scene. Like we're talking about, but that scene was the clown. The moment, yeah. yeah like when we first seen these dummies, they're supposed to be dummies. Um, and you know, Paul's going through the house, you know, trying to make sure everything looks good before opening night. Blah blah blah. And this clown dummy was supposed to be in the basement with the other ones, but it was at the top of the steps, and he thought it was his friend. Yes, and Ooh. he. He walks away and he's seen that his friend was with his other friends inside there talking. So he's freaking out like, dude, what the fuck you're doing here? What are you doing here? So he goes running back and then the clown is gone. So then I they wouldn't go even back. ran back. Right. I would have just showed them the footage and like, okay, now either you lied to me and those two people did not go to the store or um, somebody up in here playing games yeah. or it's time to go. And it's, it's probably time, time to, go. to go regardless because why... Ugh, I just can't. I can't. That, the part that got to me is like, all right, the clown is sitting there and is looking down the basement. Right. So he, the guy is like, oh, well, Paul's like, all right, cool. So he moves the camera looking down the basement and then he moves it back to the clown and the clown is looking at him. I would have like, all up oh! in the face. All up no. in the face. And, ah! <laughs> no! Take this off the screen! Take it off! And the thing was about that dummy is that when they first saw it or brought it downstairs, the head would not move from like a straight position. Yeah. But throughout this movie, the head moves into other positions. So it's like, okay. um, mm, 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 Yeah. mm, mm, No. (laughs) It was, I think that's what worked for me. So like how Paranormal Activity had like that whole run-in scene, like that you're hearing it. I think they did a good job with this one here because even though if the dummy could move his head that way, they did a good job. The actors did a great job explaining that it doesn't. And then they're showing it to us, so we're, we're believing, like, all right, it's a dummy. It can't move different directions. Then why the fuck is it moving different directions? How the hell is it getting up? And it's, and it's not even just the, this one time. We see this clown again when they're, like, going, they hear, like, a noise or a scream. And 
they look at the bottom of the basement steps and you see the clown just sitting yeah. there. There's I'm a just few. Like, <sighs> there's a few scenes. The scenes where they're asleep and they wake up because I guess they heard a noise and they go out their bedrooms and they see the clown just standing at, on the staircase. Yes, that's what But when the guy goes to touch it, it's like it's a dummy, the way he's yeah. moving it. And I, first of all, everybody would have been cursed out because I feel like y'all playing with me. Right. If this is a prank, and I don't like that, especially when I'm sleeping. And then also, they go, so they move the, the dummy downstairs. And then Sarah, she's in the corner, staring at the wall, sleepwalking. Chanting. I don't know what she's doing. Yeah. Oh, she's chanting. Yeah. And she comes to, she's freaking out. They turn around, the damn doll, the, the clown's going again. Why mm-hmm. are we still in here? How much money y'all spent on this? Exactly. For y'all to be that stubborn to get the hell out. Like, I would have been, I'm sorry, that money just would have been gone. That or I would have hired somebody else to do this shit. I don't, I don't know. Like, we'll I, be I there can't... opening night. I'll probably yeah. have been there opening night, honestly. Yeah. No, yeah, I would have been there because you have to make sure your business is going good first night but um yeah i just <laughs> i don't know dude it just it was too much and it, it might seem like how we're describing it it might seem not that terrifying but when you actually watch it it's so good and yeah. it's scary they pull they pull all this off very well definitely check that out for the scenes i'm trying to think what other scene we already talked about the woman sitting on the wall we talked about the clown in the basement. Mm-hmm. Um, they definitely, and along the way, you have some people being like, okay, that's it. I'm done. That's it. But they get talked back in the stand because yeah. of that one dude. I don't remember his name, but he's the ringleader. He yeah. wants everybody to stay and work it out. And he don't give a fuck about what's going on. He just wants yeah. to make some money. Yeah. Um, and they keep, and he was getting on my nerves too because he kept talking about talking shit about Paul. And everybody, he had that one friend that was just like, well, no, like, Paul's handling all the camera work. Paul did this. Paul did that. And he kept mm-hmm. saying, oh, Paul don't do shit. Last time, he just was just sitting around. I was just, and it just, it's, it's funny because any working space, like, I worked in retail for, like, a long time, and I'm hearing those conversations about, like, other, like, associates or managers or whoever, and then I'm just like, no, that's not actually true. They actually put in a lot of work. Um, mm-hmm. So just hearing that was just kind of interesting to see how people have different perspectives on somebody that actually does a lot of fucking work and they just don't value them so it's the same what happened to paul even though he was horny most of the movie he was yeah listen he said it was mostly all dudes sarah's there but sarah's in a relationship with you know he was talking about that she's not the type to share no he's not the type (laughs) to share her boyfriend so i'm just like so he seems like a creep a little bit because it seemed like he would be down is, to get, you know. Is. But, yeah. Didn't he say you're going to be topless at one point? He doesn't Oh, yeah. Him. Yeah. There was a scene with Sarah, too, where when they were outside and she was, like, staring at the um <laughs> the Mother Teresa, I think it was Mother Teresa statue mm-hmm. or something. And I was like, what is going on with Sarah? Like, what's actually happening with her? Um, hmm. Good point. I forgot about that scene. Yeah. And she's used at the end of the movie, which was an interesting t- twist as well. Um, but I guess we'll get there when we get there. But um, that I forgot about that part, too. About um, So Sarah. maybe she or, they were already experiencing weird shit, so she was like, okay, maybe I need to... I don't know. Look at this statue. That's going to help me somehow. Say a prayer. Um, 
<laughs> Did not help. I don't no. know. Because she was she don't know, born. boy. She don't know Jesus. It did she not don't. help. <laughs> <laughs> clearly, clearly. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, all these characters were interesting. Did you have like a, a particular character you liked the most in here? I like the cute one. Which one? Um, he's not a ginger, but he had, looks ginger esque. Oh, the one that was an asshole to everybody? The leader? What is he? I think no, 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 him. not him. Not the one that has. Not the one that's boyfriend with Sarah. He's taller. Had uh, hold on, which one? I need to <laughs> out of this. Oh God, the last. The, they look alike. Hold on. <laughs> the second. Okay, maybe not in this picture, mm-hmm. but in the movie, the second one. I guess the fourth one next to Sarah was kind of cute too, though. When I think about it. There is this the right picture of them? It's as far as what I think so, yeah. Because the yeah, right that's picture the right... of them, yeah. I was like, <laughs> they look a little different, but okay. <laughs> I actually found Paul to be a little attractive, even though he was a creep. I found him just to be a little attractive to me. I don't know why. The, the, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. It's just the hair that was all over the place for me. But other than that, like he was an attractive person. And I'm gonna bring this picture back up. And you're right, the one that's from Sarah, the fourth one, I think he is. I don't even remember who that was, child. I, he was not important in this movie. I don't remember who that was. <laughs> he was. He was part of the um he was like part of the um like he was the one that was talking the most shit about Paul and oh you gotta do this or whatever, blah 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 blah. Like he was Fun Who was okay? All right, so okay. Well, I guess I feel like we should push it along to where we are in the movie now. So okay. basically, let's just—it's opening night. We're going to jump right to opening night, right? Everything's running smoothly, and you know there's a huge line outside waiting and people waiting long. Y'all know how it is at them fucking haunted houses, and I hate that about. I wish they would schedule a time for you to come in, you and your people. So y'all are not waiting long. And I really hate when I my, the scares get ruined because people are in front of you. But um, And it'd be like $60. It do be very expensive. But I don't mind paying mm. them. There's an ice cream truck outside my door window. Y'all Sorry, are lucky. Y'all. I have not heard an ice cream truck over here since I moved here. It is so annoying. Is it Mr. Frosty or is it yeah, the ice Mr. Softy. Mr. Frosty, where the fuck I get that book? Yes, Mr. Softy. Ooh, a vanilla. Waffle the sprinkles. Bowl, some spr- yes, yes. Some rainbow sprinkles on it. I used to get them all the time. <gasps> That's what I'm going to get when we done with this. I'm going to get me some fucking ice cream. Yes, it's perfect. There's a place called, I don't remember the name of it, but it's, <laughs> it's like 10 <laughs> minutes away. I'm going to get me three scoops. Yes. Or no, extra large cone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. That's, that I sounds great. Mind. So I can't now get I drunk. Mind. I need to stop drinking now. Okay. Um... <laughs> but you're right. Hundred houses are expensive, but I think they're worth it. There's a um few that I go to here in Philly, and one of my favorite ones is called the Valley of Fear, and that one is pretty expensive, but mm-hmm. you get you get a lot with it because you get a hundred hayride. That's about twenty minutes, twenty to twenty five minutes. It used to be thirty minutes, that's but they decent. Used to you get a hundred house, a hundred corn maze, and 
it's something else. You get it's like little small activities too. Like there was like zombie shooting, like paintball mm. or whatever, which is fun. Um, and then the whole environment is pretty dope because it's set in the middle of the woods. So it actually feels like cold out there. And they got bonfires. They got karaoke. People just having a good time. Oh, that sounds fun. How much is it? It's a nice like environment. Um, it's around like yeah, like sixty something dollars. See, that's but, worth it because you get like three or four separate things. It's a whole environment. I've yeah. been to ones where they'll charge you like $60 and it's just one haunted yeah. house. It might be a five minute walkthrough if you walk real slow. Yeah. And it's not the same thing. I would love to go through like one through the, not deep in the woods, but you know, on the outskirts a little bit. And yeah. I think that would be worth it. What you're saying is, but y'all are known for having really good haunted shit yeah um, i don't know we got the easter state penitentiary we got the you know, I'm, from the oh. I'm in philadelphia i think i said it before <laughs> if you listen to the first season um but yes i'm in philadelphia i ain't giving y'all the address so that <laughs> but yes there's easter state penitentiary valley of fear um penhurst hunted asylum i haven't been to that one um they got bates motel that's a little outside of philly hmm. um i haven't been to that one either um, but Valley of Fear is a dope one, like I said, because you get all of those things combined into one. And it's just it's a, a fun-ass environment. And I don't mind paying that much for that experience. So, yeah. yeah. There's one here. I've never been to it, but it's called Netherworld. I actually think I live nearby it now, so I might try to check that out. Um There's one in New York I wanted to go to, but I never did. It was called Blackout. Okay. It's you, but you go in by yourself. So it's like you go in, people can touch, you got to sign a release. People can touch you. It can be crazy shit. And I think it's supposed to be so scary that not that many people make it to the very end of it. Like it's a level Mm. kind of thing. I wanted to go to that, but I never did. I'm I'm regretting that. I really need to get into my horror shit. I want to go to conventions. Yeah. Some money because I'm poor. And I (laughs) would. And I want to start going to more horror houses and shit, but yeah, same. I try to go every year. Like I didn't go last year and I didn't go the year before because COVID obviously, but this year it may change. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to try to go to a couple and um, have some fun. It's been a while. It's what been if somebody, some if y'all want, y'all pay us to come to your, your haunts and we'll yeah. record our reactions to it live. That would be fun. Oh, yes. That would be so much fun. Let us know. (laughs) It'll be a whole live experience. (laughs) Y'all want to hear me scream. Hit me in that environment. (laughs) Okay, maybe I'll tell you afterwards. Never mind. Um, Tangent number one we just had. Okay, we're doing good. We have one tangent. Which is fine. It's relatable. It's relatable. It's haunted houses. It is, yes, it is very relatable, and yeah. um, the best is having someone who gets really scared. Now, okay, they get scared, but they're able to function. Those are the best people to go with. Oh, yeah. Because I did have an experience with someone who, it was a group of us, but she was, like, petrified. And I felt, like, really bad for her. So, like, they had to take her, and the husband went out with her. But Yikes. it was, yeah. In her defense... She was screaming, like, okay, stop now, bitch. Stop. Don't touch me and all. Like, get out my face. 
So, but they kept, but I felt like because she kept reacting, they kept going after her versus the rest of us. Yeah, they're going to do that. If you, the it more was terrible. You, the more you react, the more they're going to keep going after you. And if you don't react enough, that's, it's like, it's really no, you know, it's like, it's like you can't win. It's like if you don't react enough, they're going to keep coming after you because they want to get that scared mm. out. If you do react too much, they're going to keep going because they like getting that from you. They like getting that fear out of you. Um, so you uh, you just have to give them what they want. Do a quick <laughs> One of them, the same one, he tried to he scared me and then he insulted me because I was wearing an all that t-shirt and he said, oh, and you come in here with your old ass TV show shirt. When I, <laughs> you break a character to insult me, ho? I'm like, you know what? Take that you fucking little, mask you little off. Young Take Gen that Z mask bitch. off. Right. Because how dare you? I was Obviously, you know about it. Right. The fuck? Little, never mind. I'm just mm, to say now I'm getting upset. All that is the shit. Um, okay. <laughs> let, me, let me get back to the movie a little bit. All right. This is now uh-huh. on Netflix, by the way. But I'm just annoyed. I know, quick tangent, sorry. All that is on Netflix, <laughs> but they don't have the musical guest portion, so I'm still upset about it. But it is... I don't even remember what musical. I'm trying to think. They probably had Coolio and Ice Cube. I literally, that's probably they all. They had Coolio. They had um, Aaliyah. They had L. Cool J. They had Britney Spears, the Spice. They had pretty much everybody from the 90s that we were big on that you show. You wouldn't remember Spice Girls. So Come on. Like, <laughs> listen. You lucky <laughs> I'm not wearing my Spice Girls t shirt today. Spice up your life. Yes. You should you watch the circle? Yes, when baby spice and scary oh, spice was on yeah. there. You know mm-hmm. I did. I was gagging. <laughs> and I didn't want them to leave. I wanted I really wanted the whole season with them on there. I know they had to leave eventually, but it was so cute to see them both on there together. And those are my two favorite spice girls. So 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 funny. Baby and scary. Wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, baby and scary. Yeah. <sighs> All right. LLC. That, headphones got my ears sweating. I'm going to get like ear back in a minute. Ooh. <laughs> okay. So, opening night. Everyone's enjoying themselves. Then we get those terror screams. So now we're back at the clip that we saw in the beginning of the movie. And we're seeing that one of the actresses, she's chained up, which how the fuck y'all got her chained up and she can't get out of this herself, like for real. Yeah, like she has to yeah. wait for one of y'all to take and her the off. Funniest part was one of the actors who was supposed to be down there with her as one of the clowns. He just he left, ran. He left, he left the ass in there. He all you see when people approaching is him running out with his, I was like, that's right, get out, get out. I forgot his name was Joey. But, and they said he ended up killing himself later on, though. They oh, said, that's right. That was yeah, he hung himself. Um, but that part was funny when he ran out of, like, when she was in there. She's like, this is not a part of the show. This is not a part of the show. And you see him get his ass up. It was just like, you just seen the back. You didn't even see his face. You just seen the back of his head. Yeah, <laughs> running away. She's there screaming, help me, help me. Everybody's trying to push to get upstairs. And you see some, like, hooded figure. And I'm like trying to think, like, did it come out of the pentagram on the wall? Like, where did it come yeah. from? They could disappear, apparently. Um, because we seen this hooded figure in the beginning of the movie too, when they were having the yep. camera. And remember it went back and it paused. Mm-hmm. You see the hooded figure in the corner. 
Um, and then we see it again here, and I think they just appear because they have that ability. Now, do we think that's Abaddon, or we do we think that's the Tully cult leader guy? I think that, that was the Tully cult leader. I think he, because all right. So what's his name? Is it Andrew Tully? Tully? Is it Andrew? It's um yes, Andrew Tully. Yeah, I feel like he got this place, the hotel, and did like his little whole cult situation there, and he did the whole sacrificing of himself there along with other people and that's what caused it to be um haunted so now i feel like there's more there's other pieces to this because now i feel like they need other souls to finish whatever they're trying to do Mm -hmm. um and i think it's like i like that because you ever watch something and they don't really explain what the hell like all right why is this house haunted why like like why like what's keeping the ghosts here and this, I think I enjoy it just because, especially when you get into the second movie, they explain a little bit more. But in this one, you know, our Andrew Tully, he was a part of this um, cult. He sacrificed himself. He killed himself here. And now this place is um, just, what is it called? Um, it's condemned. It's a condemned. gateway to hell. Yeah. Condemned. It's, 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 it's yeah, so now not just him, but his cult people or whatever near is stuck there. Um, and again, going into the next one, you see some returning, cu- uh, I was about to say customers, returning <laughs> characters that come back, um, but they're not much like themselves. And it's kind of like a murder house situation. It's like, I guess when you die here, your your soul stays in that mm. place, um, but they're being used in a certain way. So speaking like- of murder house, let mm-hmm. me get my list out, Bobby, of my rankings of the seat. No, this is not. This is not. <laughs> this is not. This is not the episode for it right now. You're gonna enjoy it. I'm not. I already you know. are. I'm not. <laughs> so Bobby, to provide yeah. context for everybody, here we go. Um, Michael went back and watched pretty much every season of American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. So our friends been guessing up certain seasons so might have to go back and find out himself why we're hyping it up. <clears throat> Naturally. Naturally. And um, he so Hotel I'll... is overrated. That's it. Hotel and Asylum were overrated. I was bored. After a few episodes, I was bored. And once they get rid of certain characters, I'm like, I'm over it. I don't need to watch the season. No more. And All right. So I can see why Asylum would get bored too, but Hotel was never born. And I'm just say that there. Hotel always had something going on consistently that kept you intrigued. Yes, things might ran a little too long, but it was still always something going on. There's no way you can get bored with Hotel. Never but... overrated. Just because it's not like Coven and you want your little <laughs> stupid witches with the stupid banter, if you want that energy, go back and watch Coven. Go back and watch Screen Queens. Yes. That's what I you want to watch. watch Just, well, go I back will. and watch that. Balenciaga! <laughs> First of all. Is that the vibe you want? Then hotel. Go back hotel. They this introduced... is the episode. So they... that's, that's, that's so... Um, I'm just going to say, they so introduced L- vampirism with these kids spreading it. And I'm like, okay, so 
Are we going to still go back to this hotel talking about these dead, damn dead killers for the rest of the season? I wanted to That's see what it's about. It's I wanted to see the spread of vampirism. That's what I wanted to see at that point. That was the most exciting thing from that season. So oh, when they veered off from that and they focused on Mr. Plastic Bag from uh, American Beauty, who was the serial um, killer, I was like, uh, okay, y'all lost. Yeah, I'm lost. But that's all I got to say for them. You know what, Michael? You've been lost a lot lately. <laughs> You've been lost a lot. You know, I, no, I have a good it, sense of direction. Okay. You could ask my friend you when know, we're playing Resident Evil together. You know I have to direct. You're a dreamer. I you have... dream a lot when you sleep. So, you know what? <laughs> you're clicking. But you're clicking. Uh, oh, New York is an icon. Okay, she's an icon. She is. Bring her one to American Horror Story. That would be amazing. <laughs> Oh, her okay. 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 I'm hot. Okay. I where we left off. Okay. Hello, Hell house. Hell. Okay. 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 So they're trapped. The demon comes out, or Doctor Who up Tully came out, and now it's it's straight pandemonium. Everybody's pushing, shoving. They knocking shit over in the kitchen, throughout the entire house to get outside. Uh then then. Some of the crew gets just locked up in there, like the door slam. Yeah. Excuse me. The door slam, and they can't get out. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, they want you specifically. They let all them people leave. Yeah. And so, see, and this is the camera person at this time, so I don't know who the fuck it is. So it's him, yeah. another guy, and they go to try to go to the basement. The guy runs ahead of him. He, And then we get a quick shot of him cowering in the corner in the basement, a figure approaches him, the door slams. And then cameraman and then Sarah, they're running further upstairs to like the attic. Attic, yeah, because they said the attic. They were trying to go out, but they couldn't. So there was like, the attic, the attic. And they go up into the attic and we seen, I forgot which one that was being like hung with the rope. I think it was Cutie. I think it was him. It was him. So he was being hung and they were trying to help come out but then um i guess the cameraman got got i forgot how he got got and then the sarah like people came they showed oh, yeah. up and then the ca- it was very blair witch then he's just on the floor oh with yeah the camera I, oh yeah that part was creepy because then you just seen um the guys because he was hung by the rope so you just mm-hmm. see his legs and his feet and just stayed like that for a moment and then you wonder like all right how did sarah get away then because she's being interviewed, you know? Yeah, and she was just so, like, I walked outside, and the cops were there, mm-hmm. and here I am talking to you. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then she was just like, oh, well, you know, can we, can we take a break? Yeah, can we take a break, like an hour? And she's like, all right, you, you, you do need to go there, though. You do need to go there. And um, if you want to talk more about it, you know, find me in room 2C. Okay. Right. Um <laughs> And they try to go. I think her name, who's the woman that was talking to her? Start with like a J. Gail Weathers. Oh, God. Writer of the Woodsboro Murder. No. <laughs> no, no, it was Diane. It start with a D, Diane. And <sighs> she and her cameraman want to go to Hell House to see what the hell happened. And um, they go back to the front and they start speaking to the lady at the front desk. 
and they were looking for Sarah, and they was like, there's no person by the name of Sarah here. And they was like, oh, well, the rum. They were just like, oh, there's no rum uh, 2C. We don't have letters in our, you know, our mm. places. So they was like, okay, whatever. They end up going to Hell House, looking around and snooping around. The one guy stays behind going through the footage, and he finds that Sarah's actually, she actually has been killed. Like, when she was trying to yes. escape, she's been killed. Paul went ahead and mm-hmm. what did he do? He stomped her out, actually. He yeah. did something, knocked on the floor, was stomping her out. Yeah. And then you hear footsteps approaching, but you don't Dragging see her. them. Dragging her away. And then drags her away, but the camera is still focused on Paul's feet. And then he picks something up and slices his neck. His own throat, yeah. He drops it around. And then the, the, uh, the uh, documentary crew show up to Abaddon Hotel or Hell House. And then there, th- this reporter, I, if I were this cameraman, I would not have gone inside. She was so, you're right, because she was so high. It's like she was a fan about the whole situation. Like, this is where this happened. Oh, my gosh, this is still here. You want to go in the basement? Yeah, this is not going to be. But let's go in here. Like, she was just so annoying and just hype about the whole situation. I'm just like, girl, you don't realize what the fuck happened here. Get out. She and... know what happened. She was telling her what happened, and she was still like, "We're gonna go up in here." Uh, yeah, you want to be scary? Fine. We're gonna, we need to get the shot. Let's get a shot of the blood prints on the right. ground on the cement where somebody got got, and we know right. it happened. Exactly. And let's go creeping through here with all these figures that are still placed around this fucking. They're still house. there. That is all right. So it is something about that that kind of intrigues me, though. Mike, I will say, like. <laughs> It's something about going back to the scene of where things happen. Because and, and, I, I kind of get where she got where she was coming from a little bit. I'm talking all this shit, but I feel like I'm living vicariously through her because I would have been hyped too. Like, this is where this happened. Oh my gosh, all the people ran out, out of here. This is the same door. Oh my gosh, the clowns are still here. But <laughs> I would like, I, like a part of me is excited like that, but I know I just can't do that because I'm I'm afraid that something is going to happen to me. So I get how she's excited and she just went along with it. Um, because it's something about like real life shit that kind of is, I don't know. It's, I'm not going to say it's exciting because it's wrong. Because people have been killed. They have been killed. But like, I don't know. It's just, I like true crime type stuff. Mm. Um, even though I'm, and I think I like it because it's what scares me the most. Yeah. And um, it it's it's interesting. So I I got where she was coming from, but at the same time, it's just like, how about you go with a bunch of people too? Like I'm tired of these people investigating. There's only like two of them. Go with a fucking crew. Like I mean, I might all get got, but like at it's... least you have people there. And then the dude who watched the footage called her phone to be like, the one we were interviewing ain't that stuff. This right. some crazy she bitch came up in here. And she's like, oh, I call him back, bitch. That's her fault. But you know what? He should have kept calling because I think he only called once unless she put him on like vibrate or silent or something. Mm-hmm. Like, he should have kept calling like, yo, like <laughs> something's going on. Um, But yeah, unfortunately, Diane got what she deserved because she went up into room uh, 2C. 2C and she seen her old girlfriend in there and um, Sarah and Sarah turned around and got Miss Diane out of here. Yep, she turned around. It's some demon face. The door slams, and it's it's pseudo Sarah. 
and <laughs> the hooded figures show up and they're screaming and she's like please no and i'm like it's too late you're yeah. done it's too late for yeah. you. it is a wrap and that's the end of that movie yeah so that was the plan i feel like they're using um and they kind of talk about this in part two a little bit but it's like they have a well they make it seem like there's a survivor Mm-hmm. And they put them out there in the world to try to grab more people in. To bring so them they, there. Yeah, to bring them there to get more souls. So they did a great job thinking that, oh, Sarah's alive because we see her leave. But I'm just like, well, I thought, all right, so she's being interviewed and she left. Why did they let her leave? How did she leave? So what's going on with Sarah? And then when they say, oh, you know, there's no Sarah in this place. You know, there's no 2C here. I'm like, all right something's up she's like a spirit or a ghost and i was mm-hmm. right when we when when we got there i'm like yep and how she get out the house that's what i was questioning i think that's i i kind of like that too because with murder house you have to stay where you die and mm-hmm. here i guess apparently you're allowed to leave and do whatever the fuck you want so <laughs> i just want to bring more people it's like um wasn't didn't um the house in House on Hunter Hill just sent out invita- paper invitations to people to come mm, there. I'm like, how yeah. the fuck did that happen? Right. How they... <laughs> so I'm assuming that Andrew um, allows at least one person to go out and bring somebody in. Is he like, he grants them like a power or a wish or allows them to just say, you're the only person that's allowed to go ahead and do this and bring more people in. Maybe she's not dead. Maybe she's a possessed person that kind of works for them so she can go out and do shit and bring them back. You'll find more about that on episode, I said episode, on movie part two. (laughs) Join us next week on the video. Join us next week. (laughs) But I, so I'm also thinking so those mannequins, the dummies, um, they're also, I guess, being possessed Mm -hmm. by the spirits as well. Mm Mm-hmm. So I guess whatever demons or spirit in there is using these as a vessel to, you know, maneuver around the house and shit like that. So oh, uh, he's showing this picture again. <laughs> I when I tell you that would have been the first and last moment I would have been in there is the moment his ass was at the stairs and it was I found out it was not one of the friends. That would have been it. Yeah. That would have been it. Run me my check because I did still do some work. So I'm just not here in the last few days. Still mm-hmm. giving my money afterwards. But I'm not staying. I'm not at least not sleeping there. Yeah. That definitely ain't happening. Nah. Yeah, I'm definitely not sleeping there. But like you, I would have, especially after that, I would have been out too. That, that would have been too much for me because that point, y'all already said that that's, that's not a person in here that we know. We don't know how it got up there. We didn't. We don't know how it moved. And yeah, I. This is. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not doing this. Y'all can deal with this. I'm not. I'm good. Mm-hmm. You know what? And it makes sense because there's no um, in this movie, and it makes a lot oh, yeah. of sense. Yeah. The decisions <laughs> that were made. I said that to you yesterday when you you sent me that message, and I said because they're. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Because listen. <laughs> Gone. I I really would love to see a movie with us in it that's a realistic 
premise for let's us go. to stay. Abra- Maybe that Tyler Perry movie is going to be a horror movie. No, let's go to um Ebidon Hotel. Let's go. Me, um, you, Ryan, Shanice. And low key. If we, we recorded do... that, that would be funny as fuck. But I'm not going to. And um, I'll edit the video. Well, I can't edit video. I'll... <laughs> I, but th- you know what? That brings me into my question. The other question I had. Okay. <clears throat> Let's just say we got a group of us together, the crew, the horror crew, and we decided to create a haunted house experience. What famous horror location would you want it to be located at? A famous. Ooh, that's a good question. Hmm. I mean, Philly had, we have a lot of. Oh, no. I mean, let me specify. So, from horror, so like the Myers house. Oh, okay. Or the. So, like fictional. Yes, like a fictional famous. I'm thinking like real, like places. Okay. Um, Hmm. I was going to say the hotel from The Shining, but that's too much work. This, that's a huge hotel to do all that haunted shit. Yeah, but it would be worth it, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I probably would say, I can't, I know this is going to change, but maybe like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm. Um, I guess location. <laughs> okay. Um... With funky teeth all over the place and, yeah, and you know <laughs> dusty uh, ass. Yes, dusty houses, <laughs> um pigs running around. Um hmm. I I'll create the atmosphere. I would do a great job creating the atmosphere. I was supposed to say something, <laughs> but I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs> not but that would be interesting. It got to smell crazy. It has to smell yeah, crazy. You have, to you have to set the environment, the tone. So it has to smell crazy. That's why I say you have to see pigs walking around. What do chitlins smell like? I don't know what those smell like. I don't know. So maybe don't clean them out. Maybe cut open chitlins and put it throughout the house. Some like hairy animals and shit. But that, no, that's not going to work because those are actual animals. Yeah, I don't know. They I mean, apparently it's not like shit. It. So maybe I'll just if I have mm. like the animals is going to do its job. Just naturally, I just let them poop everywhere. Um, they don't bathe, so it's just going to smell like a zoo in there naturally. And um, I have you know some chainsaws, some gasoline, a little mixture of gasoline, so you get that a little experience of you know mm-hmm. Leatherface possibly being around. Um I I could set this on there. Yeah. Just give me the the um the money and I'll know exactly what to do. I would love a like a silent hill or like a Raccoon City police department kind of or ooh, no mansion kind mm. of location. And then you set it up real crazy. Although in the mm. first game it worked that way. But you could finagle it for it to be scary. Oh yeah, definitely. Ooh, I already got a thing about hotels in general. So I just long hallways. You don't know anybody up in there. It could be right. anybody. There's probably a serial killer or a killer in the hotel. All right. 
So, speaking of hotels, we talked about American Horror Story oh. Hotel. Uh, hold up, let me finish. <laughs> American Horror Story Hotel. This movie, I guess, is a hotel. Um, I'm sorry, there's the ice cream man again. Ooh, some Boston <laughs> baked beans. I haven't had those heads. since I was a kid. Lemon heads. Ice cream sandwich. I had an ice cream sandwich recently. Oh, and the ones with the like the cross eyes, the like cartoon characters. Oh yeah, with the like... gumballs, and they have the mm-hmm. gumballs for eyes. Um, I, I haven't had that since I was a kid. So the the wrestler ice cream. They had like the the wrestler's picture on the front, and then it's vanilla in the middle, and there's chocolate on one side, and I don't know what the outside. Ah. Like Those were good. Fuck. Oh. <laughs> Those were good. Those at Walmart. <laughs> All right, I think it's fun. You, you were mentioning hotel. <laughs> yes. So we're talking about hotels. Um. So last year. There was a documentary, and it's been out for a very long time, but they actually made a documentary on Netflix about it, the Hotel Cecil. Hmm. And um, I was obsessed with the Hotel Cecil for a long time, and especially Hotel American Horror Story Hotel being my favorite season. They definitely took inspiration from that real life situation that happened in Hotel Cecil, Cecil and put it into the show. So, and then also we had different types of serial killers actually staying at that hotel, including Richard Ramirez, a real-life serial killer. So, <clears throat> do you know the you know the history of Hotel Cecil, right? About the girl being found dead in the water tank and things like that? No. <gasps> I started that and then I stopped it. Because I have class. I don't want to know. I don't know anything about it. I just know it was a crazy. All right, so it was crazy. When it first happened, it was crazy because, you know, the girl, she was traveling from Canada. I think it was Canada. um, And she wanted to meet, like, different people and things like that. And she stayed in Hotel Cecil, which is known known to be a a sketchy hotel, um, especially in the 80s. It was um, a lot of drug situation a lot of um serial killers possibly staying there murders happening there people committing suicide there and this goes mm. all the way back to like the 1950s so there's apparently um maybe ghosts and stuff in there and every time you stay in these rooms it make you go like insane if you google it there's countless of just murders and suicides happening in that hotel Shit. um mm. and this girl, one of the recent ones, she um, went missing. And you've seen clips of her in the elevator pressing buttons and apparently speaking to, like, a ghost or something. Now, it's to be said that she was off her medication, so she was, you know, maybe losing it. Um, but some people, and then some people thought she was drugged. And some people thought she was actually talking to, like, a spirit because she literally was talking to somebody and it was nobody there. And she got off the elevator and was never seen or heard from again. And then days later, she was found inside the water tank on a roof, dead inside the water tank, where there's people drinking water and they're tasting. A, a, oh, a, yeah. So they're pretty much tasting her decomposed body, bathing in it and things like that. So somebody's fleeting with that water. <laughs> probably. <laughs> 
Um, and so they don't know how she died. They don't know if she committed suicide. Some people say she committed suicide. She jumped in there, but they, they were thinking about the different possibilities. Um, you need to watch it, Michael. It's a good documentary, and it's, it's wild. Ooh. And um, it's 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 pretty frightening too. But um, anyway, I was going to ask you, would you stay in a hotel like that? Because I followed this YouTuber. Hell he lives no. across the street. He no, he lives across the street from the hotel um, Cecil. And he has like a drone, so he like threw the drone over there. <laughs> People try to keep going inside this hotel, and they kept um they have like security guards saying you can't. And so, um, I guess they had one security guard that allowed him to go inside the hotel to search for like a good hour. And he was in there looking in all the rooms by himself. He actually went inside Richard Ramirez's room. And Wait, is it open? It's not open to the public. Well, they it was closed down for a very long time. Now I think it's reopened as something else. They mm. just recently reopened it, but at that time last year, since it was on the documentary on Netflix, everybody was like flocking to this thing. And the dude was just like, "Well, I live across the street from it, so he would literally have um twenty four hour YouTube videos, just having conversation while you see the hotel behind him." And if he's going to sleep, he will have the camera pointed at the hotel just in case anything happened in the windows. <laughs> no, he seen some like it was some shit in there that he actually like he actually seen like it was stuff lights were flickering on and off in the middle of the night, and nobody lives in here. Like it's vacant. Certain things will move. Like you will see a window open one day, and the next day it will be closed. So and nobody's living in here. So. <clears throat> So I, I was obsessed with it for a while, but I was going to ask would you stay in the hotel like that because that's like absolutely history. not. <laughs> absolutely not. I think I don't know. I'm trying to imagine what killers use as a um, barometer for who they choose to kill, and I feel like I give off because you know when I'm in the mall and you go by the marquee people or whatever the fuck they're called. It's not a marquee. It's a um, vendor. I don't know what it is. They always stop me. There's people that they straight up ignore. They stop me. So I'm afraid that if I go to a place like this, they would see me and be like, oh, he's easy pickings and like take me out. Mm. Not knowing I got a straight razor on me. Because I damn sure I'm not <laughs> going in there without no weapon. Listen, no, I'm, I feel you on that. Um, a part of me actually wanted like to go. <laughs> And some of them was in there. Just like I'm in the same el- elevator as Alyssa. I think her name was Alyssa Lamb or something like that. And they're like, I'm in the same exact elevator as her and things like that. And I'm just like, there's some, still something creepy about it. They went inside her room that she used to stay in and just. You, Ryan, and Tamon are going to get us killed. I already see it. If the group <laughs> of us get together, hang out, the three of y'all are going to be the ones to get us in some shit. <laughs> I already know it. Cause there's just something about, like I said before, it's just it's interesting. But it's, I I do have a limit. If like for instance, like this movie, there's known that this hotel was known for people disappearing and vanishing. I'm not going to go to a place if I'm hearing that all the time. If I'm if I hear that oh people went to this hotel and it was spooky and they got vibe creepy vibes and stuff, I'll go because I didn't hear no, nothing about anybody disappearing. But if people's disappearing and getting killed and stuff, I ain't going there. No, I wouldn't even like because you know if let's say for the Amityville house for example, if it were open free because I think people live there now, I'm not sure, but mm. if they didn't, I don't think I would even go in that house, even if it's a hoax. I just the th- 
thought that something could happen is too much for me to bring myself to go in there. Damn sure not by myself. Um, and but even I, though you know it's a hoax, you still put in go because it's a hoax. I don't know that. I know that they're saying it's a hoax. I don't know if it's a hoax or not. The way I see it, every house has a story, and I don't know what's in that basement. I don't know what's going on. I, I definitely saw kids playing in the background, and for all I know, those was ghosts. I don't know. Let me tell you something. So, I'm in my mom's neighborhood. Unfortunately, there was a triple homicide murder um, years ago, and I knew one of the people that was there. I went to middle school with him, um, and he would just happen to be at the wrong place at the wrong time, unfortunately. Mm. Um, but due to unsenseless, you know, well, senseless violence, not unsenseless, senseless violence. And um, so him and two other people was killed in his house. Recently, I went to visit my mom and I walked past that house and I seen kids playing outside the house, going in and out the house and everything. And I'm just like, do they know what happened there? Mm. Like, I, I don't think I can ever stay in a house where I know somebody's been murdered. At. And this happened in 2013, 2014. So almost 10 years ago but like still like that freaked me out a little bit because it's like do these people know that three people died in that house like one and i I read up on it like one person died upstairs and one person died in the basement and another person died in like the living room and it's just like how can you live there let alone like have your kids there and regardless if they change the the carpets and wipe down everything it still doesn't erase the fact that something happened in that house you know so yeah. that's always been wild to me it's kind of like the show i was telling you about the um, murder house flip where the people go into the house mm-hmm. and regardless if i don't care you can tear down the walls you can give me a whole new living room it doesn't again erase the fact that that happened there so, yes, I might think less about it because things look different in here, but it still happened in here. What's that saying? You you can't slap lipstick on a pig and something, something, something. Yeah. That's what that sounds like. It's not going to happen for me. I, the kids probably don't know because people probably don't talk about it yeah. unless, you know, I don't know. It just depends. If kids are like the type, I don't know. Do kids spread? Stories like around our time when we were younger, because we had way more time to be a little more. Yeah, I remember when I was a kid, like you know, kids around talked about like haunted houses and don't go over there because the house is like mm-hmm. haunted down the street. Because again, we had like you said, we had more time. We we didn't have cell phones. We weren't on the computers like that, um, and we were being forced to be. We were forced to be more creative and use our minds and our imaginations and stuff. So. I think for us, yeah, we're going to tell stories rather than if it really happened or didn't happen. Where nowadays, no, that's probably not mm. the case. So, and it's probably best not to tell those kids anyway. Like, even if the parents didn't know, like, don't tell your kids that because that's probably going to create something crazy. So, I just don't understand why they want to move into a house where people's been murdered, but okay. Cheap or cheaper. Yeah, yeah but. Now, but I will be I will be lying to you if I <laughs> didn't think that something was going on in there. Like 
you know, spirits, you know, just that type of energy and stuff in there. Like, I wonder if they're experiencing any, like, you know, paranormal shit. Paranormal stuff, yeah. Because they do say if somebody dies somewhere violently, it's going to be like. I've had a thought of sometimes I feel like I'm being watched. I want to kind of do a paranormal activity thing where I record the room while I'm sleeping just to see. But if I did see something on that camera, mm. there's no coming back from that. Yeah. <laughs> don't, set be... don't set yourself up like that, friend. There don't do that. No coming back from that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll probably just saying if I do something like that and if I heard something on a recorder or even see something, yeah, I'll be traumatized. So I'm, I'm with you on that one. <laughs> but yeah, I know. Chills. Well, spooky season is October. So it I is. Mean, yeah. <laughs> Everybody check your attic in the walls to make sure nobody's living there. Yes. Yes, because <laughs> that's another scary thing. But that was Hell House LLC. One yes. of the scariest movies, I would say, one of the scariest uh, film footage movies I've seen. Yeah. And um, they did a great job with this one here. Again, I always say that like it's hard for me to get scared with certain scary movies because I'm so desensitized now. But even, again, like I said, I've seen this before. And even going back to it, it still had the same effect on me as the first time. And I'm still frightened by it. So that shows that they did a great fucking job with this movie. Well, probably limited resources. I'm wondering if this was like an independent movie or something. Oh, yeah. It gives yeah, that I think vibe. This is great. I mean... So, what would you rank this out of five? One through five. I'll give it a four in the half. I love hmm. this movie. No, I'll, 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 I'll give it that. It's because, like, what you just said, the resources that they had and then how they made it work, the scares were effective. Now, don't get me wrong. There were certain... <laughs> Like the girl, for instance, even though she was scary, she kind of reminded me of Terrible somebody life. that's dressed up in a regular mm-hmm. haunted house. You know what I mean? So she wasn't scary. It's just how they set her up was scary. Like you didn't expect her to be there. You didn't expect her to look a certain way. So that was more scary rather than her, you know, rather the way she looked mm-hmm. for me. Um, so that there's that. But again, the whole clown situation with it moving and they're arguing that it's not moving, but it's moving and they don't know that the whole documentary style making it seem like it's a real life thing and us getting just a brief um, moment of and what happened in that place before it got shut down and then going back to it to see what actually happened and seeing how effective that was, um, was just insane to me. And um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I like the characters, even though they got on my nerves a little bit. I still enjoyed them. And um, could you imagine Sarah Paulson from Cult in this house? <laughs> no, no. She would, uh, she, uh, she would like, just. She was. Oh my god! Every two minutes, <laughs> girl, go to sleep. Right. <laughs> it was too much. I'll give it a four. Like, uh, to me, it's all about entertainment value. I could see this being a movie. If I wanted to scare some people, I would have us watch it at night. And I mm-hmm. think it would do a good job of scaring. So I would say on a scare meter, I'll give it a four. Four out of five. 
Okay. Yeah, four out of five. Four out of five. That's good. That's good. Um, I was scared for a moment, but you said you enjoyed this, so I was. Yeah, I was as long scared. as something's entertaining, I'm good. Yeah. Um, I mean, for me, it's entertainment, but also it has to just. I don't know. Again, I look into stuff more, and that's just annoying for me now because, like, I love doing podcasts and YouTube and stuff. But now, looking at movies at a different way, now you kind of like look at every single thing versus how you look at it before. Like before, you just sit there and didn't notice a lot of stuff. But now you go into it noticing every fucking thing. Um, and this one for me, like, I didn't really have to do too much like nitpicking, which I usually do. Um, this one again, it was it made sense what they were trying to do. I enjoyed the little twist at the end. I enjoyed obviously the scares. They're, again, I kept saying they're effective. So yeah, I think anything under uh, I would say anything under three point five is a no. I don't think anybody should give it anything under that. Um, I'm curious. What <laughs> Shanice, you should let Shanice watch it and see yeah. what she says. I'm curious what she'll give it. Shout out to Shanice. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm going to recommend this to her because she did like Paranormal Activity and I don't, I'm not too sure if she liked Blair Witch. I don't think she liked that one, but um, it was a, another film footage that she liked. I forgot which one it was, but I'm going to recommend this one to her to see what she thinks, and I'm sure she's going to freak out. I'm going to tell her to watch it in the dark at yes. night with the kids and That asleep. is key. That is yeah. key. It has yes. to be like that. Yes. Well, that is going to be the end of our show today. Um, if you like what you saw and well, child, <laughs> you like what you see. If you, you want to video me, if you like what you heard, go ahead and uh, follow us. Go ahead and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the podcasting platforms. If you want to see videos of us doing this, and we're probably going to be doing a lot more. Go ahead and sign up for our Patreon, which will be in the link on our page. Yes. On those podcasting platforms. We are beautiful faces. Yes, we, 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 are, we are the beautiful ones we from are. American Horror Story. Uh, <laughs> face Facelift. <laughs> we do sacrifices of you swine sure annually to make sure that we are having amazingly voice. Beautiful skin. Yes, skin, nails, wealth, success, hair, <laughs> neck and back. Yes. And Not give us a rating and a rating and a review. Let us know what uh, suggestions you may have for us. You want us to go over review any games you want us to play. If you want to come on, let us know, and um, maybe we'll snatch you up and bring you to the Abaddon. Yes. And you can follow us currently on Instagram and Twitter at people underscore scares. The underscore is that little line. It's at the bottom of the line. And um, yeah, if you want to talk about anything specifically dedicated to Horror, that's where you can find us. Horror. Yes. <laughs> I love when you say that. Um, Everything you said, yes. I have nothing else to say. <laughs> happy spooky season. Yes, happy spooky season. Make sure y'all doing everything scary. And Bobby. I'm clicking. Yes. I'm clicking down. <laughs> I was actually, actually thinking of um 
get out, I was going to start doing a bit of singing. At like, first, I thought that's what you were going to do, but I said, no, we're talking about New York, so I should be the one saying you were fucking clicking because you was trying it. I do want to get one of those. I wonder if they sell mugs that look like that. I'm sure they do. That'll be my thing when I want people to be quiet. I'm going to start flapping around. <laughs> All right, y'all, we out. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Get out of my house.